Hello, my name is Father David Nix at the Padre Peregrino podcast and YouTube channel. This is TCE 21, Antiquarianism. TCE stands for Theology and Current Events. You know, today might be the most important video I've made except for teaching you how to pray, so I hope you make it to the end. It's not really long. The last TCE I did was called Archaeologism, and we talked about the liturgy. Today, we are talking about antiquarianism, and we're talking specifically about doctrine. I think those are both interchangeable for both. But antiquarianism is something outlined by Pope Pius XII as an error that held, in so many words, that the Holy Spirit was more active in the early centuries of the Catholic Church than in the Middle Ages. Again, this is an error. Remember last time in the TCE, we talked about this so-called development of the sacraments. But now I want to talk about the teaching of the Church, the doctrines that we hear from the saints, the magisterium, the popes, the fathers, the infallible parts of the councils. Now let's rewind. I'm going to give you a little bit of my own history here. Where I went to seminary, remember again, that was a non-Latin mass seminary, just regular Roman Catholic priestly seminary. In my dogmatics class, when I was just a seminarian taking a dogmatics class from a priest, I just started to wake up, why is these dogmatics, or why are these dogmatics so different from what I was reading in the basement of my seminary library from all the previous centuries? And I finally had the courage to raise my hand in class and ask why this was so different from the saints, what we were studying. And his answer was modern man's sensibilities, basically needing something different. He said something about how modern man's sensibilities need the gospel packaged differently than the previous generations that could somehow basically take more rigorism. Now, I thought that after two world wars, this made sense. This, this, this answer essentially made sense to me. But as I would, again, go to the basement of my seminary and read the old saints, I just couldn't figure out why the new dogma didn't line up with the old dogma. Oh, well, modernists always had an answer for each saint I would bring to them. How about St. John Vianney and how much he preached about hell? Oh, they told me that was the influence of Jansenism on him. And remember, Jansenism is the heresy that says it's nearly impossible for anyone except the perfect to go to heaven. And yes, that is, that is a heresy. But to say a saint who was in the unitive stage of prayer was influenced by a heresy, St. John Vianney, I just don't think so. But that was a heresy I didn't want, so I kind of sidelined St. John Vianney, the very name of my seminary, as too extreme. All right, how about St. Vincent Ferrer? He always preached hell. Well, a modernist would tell me that he was a product of his time of the Middle Ages, so you got to take him with a grain of salt. Even though he was raising the dead? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Okay, so the Middle Ages man could apparently take a sermon on hell, but not man after two world wars. Too much violence already? Okay. But here's the big kicker on all of this. This was after my ordination, and I went to my last Novus Ordo pastor, and I asked him, he was actually a charismatic, and I asked him why the new doctrine was so different from the old doctrine. And he admitted to me in the kitchen one night, when I was this young priest, rather confused at how different his parish's Catholicism was from everything I read in the books, he actually told me in the kitchen that night that he believed all the early people after the apostles had basically dropped the ball in the gospel message and become what he implied through other times in his life, rigorists. In other words, what I think he meant is, yes, it is true, Acts of the Apostles had these very joyful people, 
But he implied or directly said the next generation of Catholic saints and then the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one were a bunch of meanies who didn't believe in mercy or the gospel all the way up to Vatican II. And then all the priests and bishops of Vatican II have rediscovered the simplicity and joy of Acts of the Apostles. Now, again, I believed this also in seminary. But in my priesthood, it just got too much to believe that all the saints were wrong except the post-Vatican II folks. His answer sounded to me, the more I thought about it after that, and get this, I'm going to explain myself, like Mormonism. I know that sounds like a stretch, but follow me here. I'm going to read you directly from the Mormon website called churchofjesuschrist.org, and the title of this page is called The Great Apostasy. And by the way, as most of you know, we Catholics also believe there will be a great apostasy or falling away from the Catholic faith, but we are sure it did not happen in the first hundred years of Christianity like the Mormons believe. The Mormon website says, quote, Following the death of Jesus Christ, wicked people persecuted and killed many church members. Other church members drifted from the principles taught by Jesus Christ and his apostles. The apostles were killed, and priesthood authority, including the keys to direct and receive revelation for the church was taken from the earth because the church was no longer led by priesthood authority error crept into church teachings good people and much truth remained but the gospel as established by Jesus Christ was lost this period is called the great apostasy end quote well of course this leads us to the question when did this period end and it also leads us to the question when was this ancient truth finally rediscovered well, we go to the Mormon website called Restoration, also on their official website. Quote, After truth and authority had been lost from the earth, the gospel was restored through the prophet Joseph Smith. End quote. So notice what Mormons believe. Right after the apostles died, who were actually Mormons, by the way, nobody knew it, the real truth of the Mormon gospel got sunk, and we finally had it revealed to us again by Joseph Smith, Thankfully, Joseph Smith showed us all that the apostles were really Mormons. We didn't know it. And everybody from the first century to the 19th century, living on the Mississippi with Joseph Smith in Illinois there, uh, with his many wives, they finally got the gospel right. Okay, as most of you know, Joseph Smith was a 19th century crackpot from Vermont who was put in jail in Illinois for perjury and polygamy and died in a gunfight falling out of the jail window. That is how Mormons think they rediscovered the truth of the gospel. Pretty ridiculous. Okay, but now just substitute Vatican II for Joseph Smith. It goes like this. The apostles were all merciful softies, and everybody lost this mercy until the 1960s finally rediscovered the real merciful gospel after centuries of Jansenism that the meanies in the Middle Ages just didn't get. Look, you're almost as crazy as a Mormon if you're a Catholic who still believes the Freemasons of the 1960s rediscovered the nicer and happier gospel of Acts of the Apostles. This is the error of antiquarianism that Pope Pius XII saw coming, namely that the gospel was alive in the Apostles and the Fathers of Vatican II, but nobody in between. Not that mean old grumpy St. John Chrysostom or that harsh St. Dominic or that fire-breathing St. Vincent Ferrer or that brimstone preached by St. John Vianney, or even St. Teresa of Avila, who saw her own place in hell for that matter. No, we've returned to the nice Methodist gospel of Acts of the Apostles, which, of course, no, I don't think is Methodist at all. I'm being sarcastic. 
But really, real quick aside, was Acts of the Apostles all mercy and no justice? The truth is, I know of nothing more terrifying in the lives of the saints than the account of Ananias and Sapphira who were simply keeping too much money of the early Christians, and God smote them dead immediately in Acts of the Apostles. That's in Acts chapter 5 if you're interested in looking at it. Okay, back to the main topic. Modernist Catholics say, we traditionalists, yeah, we might have the Middle Ages in our favor on doctrine and liturgy, ah, but they, they have Acts of the Apostles in their favor. Well, the problem with that is this. The notion that the fathers of Vatican II rediscovered the gospel and say people like St. Teresa of Avila and St. John of the Cross just didn't have it right is, well, again, as insane as believing that that many wife holding Joseph Smith rediscovered the apostolic faith and it was actually Mormonism. Or let's say that crackpot theory is correct, that somehow the gospel got sunk until Joseph Smith or Vatican II. Not the Mormon one, but the 20th century one of antiquarianism, that the Middle Ages had it wrong and the fathers of Vatican II got it right. That would mean the Nouvelle Theologie guys of the 1970s, like von Balthasar, really did discover what St. John Vianney and St. Vincent Ferrer did not know about God and his mercy. Yeah, we're talking about saints who were in the unitive stage of prayer and raising the dead, according to these Nouvelle Theology guys, somehow did not know as much about God as a priest like von Balthasar who went around without his clerics. Let's say Yves Congar and Henri de Lubac really discovered the mercy of God in a way that, say, St. John Chrysostom or St. Catherine of Siena had not. Then the modernist, ironically, has a bigger problem on his hands. You see, the non-traditionalist Catholic in the 21st century now has to answer this big question. Where did the Holy Spirit go from the death of the last apostle until Vatican II? Why wasn't the Holy Spirit active? Why did he leave his church to fall into 19 centuries of Jansenism and rigorism and hierarchical stringency if all the Holy Spirit wanted was speaking in tongues, which, yes, I do believe in, but I don't see these gifts as contrary to the saints of the Middle Ages. The modernist theory, to be honest, goes directly against Scripture. It was our Lord in Matthew 28, 20, who said, And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Or in John chapter 14, verse 26, our Lord says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Some things? No, all things. The church guided men and women in every possible aspect of life, as seen in the writings of, for example, St. Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas. But here's the thing, if Augustine and Aquinas got salvation and all these aspects of human life wrong, and Congar and de Lubac got it right, then I have to ask, where has the Holy Spirit been from the apostles until Vatican II? Again, John 14, 26, but the helper... The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. So in the end, there's only two options left. Either modernism rediscovered what was kept secret from every saint from the 3rd century to the 20th century, or the spirit of the 60s was not the spirit of God at all, but a new gospel from a new spirit. As St. Paul himself wrote in Galatians 1.8, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. My friends, stick with apostolic Catholicism, which is traditional Catholicism. <laughs>